Hey everybody, Cody here. Another great episode of The Hype is coming up next. But before we get to that, we want to remind you that our June promo is still going on over at mojobreakshop.com. Make sure to enter the promo code June 12. That's June 1 2. You're going to get 12% off your next purchase from Mojo Break Shop. That's your home for sealed wax. Get the hottest new releases of football, baseball, basketball, hockey, and so much more over at mojobreakshop.com. Just enter that promo code June 12 to receive 12% off your next purchase. What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 244, Flawless Football. We're going to talk about that. I think we killed the product today, so you'll hear Dan's Hall of Fame acceptance speech uh, coming up very soon. Uh, We also have overrated, underrated players in the hobby. We're going to have a discussion on that. Uh, We're going to talk about fanatics, acquiring more pieces to the empire that's going to be taking over the hobby here pretty soon. So lots of fun stuff to talk about on the show today also wanted to give a shout out to the bump box you guys probably have seen the bump box all over instagram all over flawless the niners had it and and walking out of the uh, locker room pre-game uh you can see snoop dog was promoting one oh uh, they made a custom one for us and uh we were very proud of it, it looks great uh just send them the file and they printed this up and it looks phenomenal uh you can play your guitar you have a wireless mic right there that goes with it uh it's it sounds- doesn't come with a guitar Sounds amazing. And uh, we're going to have some karaoke nights here at the shop with it. And uh, it's it's phenomenal piece of uh, machinery. Just Google Bump Box. You'll be able to find it. Bump Box and uh, some great stuff. They make uh, mini versions. They make uh, little Bluetooth pagers that play music, too. That looks cool. You can, like, be retro. Uh, very creative company. And I've uh, met the owner. And a uh, super nice guy. And uh, very creative with uh, how they make their products. Uh, but let's get into 2021 Flawless. We all have to bow down to the greatness that Dan is. Um, you know, he just he was out there uh, just doing Hall of Fame things, and uh, he pulled the Mac Jones Shield 1 of 1 Auto, which is the best card in the product. Uh, pull it in the first case. First try at it. Video's on YouTube. Probably link it up here. You guys can find it. Uh, Dan, what's it what's it like to put on that green jacket or the tan jacket? Well, maybe? the thing is to do what I do day in and day out takes a lot of hard work. Um, you can't you can't just do it overnight. Conrad knows. You know, he's had this speech a million times. <laughs> a mi- literally a million times. So, I'm just glad I'm uh, talking to the mic. <clears throat> talking no, to the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to talk into the mic because you moved the bump box. <laughs> you could also find it at bumpbox.com, I believe. <laughs> make sure that's the website. Very prepared for this. No, but um, yeah, I mean, I did joke. I did joke a little bit. After I pulled it, I said the product's dead. It's over. It's finished. There's still a card or two that's pretty good. I was exaggerating. You know, Conrad's going to pull a couple number to five Mac Jones. I mean, I do think we got the Mac Jones palette. So, if you're, looking, like it. if you're looking for Mac Jones, there's only one place to go. That's mojobreak.com. Maybe for this week, we just change it to mojobreak.com, home of the Mac Jones Falls. Home of the Mac Jones. <laughs> Return of the Mac. So, let's just dive into the preparation. Like, what was the, what is your, your routine 
uh, to be able to go out there and win. Well, I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning, and I was like, it's a flawless day. Went out, did a uh, little two-mile run. How long did that take you? Uh, how long? You know, I did it in a, a little bit over seven minutes. I think it was one was 7.40, one was 7.17. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I did run out of the studio. You know, it's good that I did get my preparation in and I was able to stretch everything out because, you know, you don't want to be pulling a hammy running through the office. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, because we actually had people on. Uh, some of my Facebook comments because I posted the video and they said that you weren't even moving your arms. So, I, I mean, do you not move your arms when you run for seven minutes? Because then you might be able to get a five-minute mile. I run my arms, but... Uh, you, you said know. you were running and your arms weren't moving. He said, like, imagine if he was actually moving his arms. You guys can see the video yourself. So he's I, with no, he's had, like, basically, I, I have I no will arms. tell you right now, uh, there, we don't have, like, cleanest office out there. There's a lot of tripping hazards and stuff, so I'm not going to be flying the hands around. It's how you break a wrist, break a finger. These are the money makers right here. I break these hands, there's no Mac Jones for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> do you do any, uh, is there, uh, I mean, for those that are out there that are aspire to be what you're going to, what you are, um, is there any kind of what I What I am or what I'm going to be? Because uh, no, you, you don't, don't even act, don't even act like don't even act like I'm done. I'll get out of this podcast right now, and I'll is Greg breaking right now? I'll be like, get out of the way, Greg. We got to I mean, do a been, little. You've been doing this thing for 12 years. You're a KG veteran, maybe on the backside of your career. But some people so, call me a dinosaur, but whatever. So what do you do? I mean, as far as keeping your hands in tip top shape and being apparently, ready. I don't move my arms when I run. <laughs> so that's a key to success. that's key to success. Apparently, okay. Um, I'd like to know who was commenting because I'm pretty sure that uh, I can take them in a 40, 40 yard dash. What's up? Uh, I think it was Aaron Thompson. Um, ah, okay. yeah, I think I got him. I think you got him. <laughs> um, I will challenge him though. Yeah, I mean, so Maybe I mean, the national being in that moment. I mean, what was that like? I mean, you know, every uh, card breaker dreams of moments of success like you just had. Well, if I had my arms pumping, man, I would just probably go right through into the shop. Maybe. You know, go right through the door. It'd be like that clip, you know, that famous clip of the like the outfielder who runs through the outfield wall. Yeah, Just imagine that, but with Dan running through the Mojo Break shop. Yeah, I mean, look, we don't, we have a pretty big space, but it's just not big enough for my speed. I mean, I am the fastest breaker. We know this. I mean, you already won a title with Tops. So then, you know, we are, as a team, you were maybe the quarterback of the situation. GM, you know, we quarterback, won, coach. We won, uh, we won the, 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 the coveted box cutter, and we, we won. Platinum, platinum box Platinum cutter. box cutter. <laughs> we don't like to say that name around here. We've changed it. Um, but we've won, you won the box cutter. And then they actually said there's no more competition because we were so good, yeah. uh, basically. So you've moved on. You've gotten you're in another league with Panini now. And you basically come out and just show everybody what you're made of. I don't do it for the personal accolades. I do it for the hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not just about – it's not a me. It's about an us and a team, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Hall of Fame poll. Do you guys have any other questions? I mean, for, the uh, ironic thing is that we are basically just assuming Mac Jones is a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> no, it's a Hall of Fame pull regardless it's a Hall of if he Fame comes pull, out. Yeah. But um, we just he still has to perform a little bit. Nah. What's the card worth? Live in the moment. What's the card worth? That's what everybody wants to know. I don't know why we're sitting there talking about anything else other than the worth of the card. People want to know the monetary worth. What is it worth? Well, so C Rad, what do you think that card is worth? 
Um, and I, and I, this is uh, this is all opinion. Don't hold it. Hey, you said this. Don't yeah, say it. I mean, no concrete. This <laughs> this, 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 is, this is exactly how much you are gonna get if you sell this car. <laughs> no, not a penny more, not a penny less. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I mean, obviously over six figures. So I say safe two hundred. If the, if the black prism one hundred one went for a hundred, is what I'm is what I'm basing this off of the non auto. The non auto prism sold for one twenty five. This card no one hundred, a hundred. Yeah, and then again, and, 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 and then allegedly, it allegedly, it's allegedly, but it, then that was disputed. Yeah. The, this card runs circles around that card. <clears throat> it, it is this is the second best Mac Jones card in existence. Right, and we don't know if I don't, we don't know if the National Treasures. Do we know the, the National? I don't know if it's been hit yet. We don't. Yeah, yeah we don't know. Um, I I think in the at the right time. I don't think right now is the right time, but I think at the right time, through the correct auction house, it goes for a half a million dollars. I was going to say two hundred fifty k. And I'll tell you what I would and, do with and, ba- I'll, and, and based on me, before, based on me pulling it too. Uh, you got to well, put a, yeah, gotta put a premium on that yeah, too. You, I mean, you do have to at least another hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, we're getting comments like one of the good guys. He good, good guys don't always finish last, I guess. Um, but Cody, I, what, what I was I was a good guy until this podcast. <laughs> yeah, now you're firmly firmly in the most wanted list. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I was going a little crazy this morning with some of my predictions, but I think now with a little bit of time to think about it, uh, I'll land kind of in the middle of where all you guys are landing. I think if you sold that right now, it's it is a two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollar card, and if you get maybe closer to the NFL season, uh, if Mac performs and they put that at auction, then yeah, then I think you're looking even more than that. But I think at least base level what the it's a hundred thousand for the black prism so yeah i think you're to me minimum 250 and i would say three 300k for sure and one thing that this rookie class has going for it is the upcoming rookie class um because i mean yeah maybe maybe people start collecting kenny Kenny pickett i mean i'm sure there will be people uh as a Steeler fan Steeler have a big fan base kenny pickett is probably the guy to get for this upcoming rookie class but i think with five quarterbacks in 2021 i think this is you don't have to be worried about the threat of the next rookie class because I think with like 19 you had Kyler and you had Daniel Jones but then the next year you had Burrow and Herbert right so then and then you had Burrow and Herbert then you had Lance Wilson Fields so it's like people move on I think less people will move on from this rookie class uh, than you know the with the 2022 coming in uh, but I think if it was me it's too risky to wait and not sell it I would sell it now because Yes, he had a great season. What were they? They made the playoffs. Uh, he had a really good QBR. Uh, obviously, the standout of the class on a good team with Belichick. They're adding pieces. But what happens if he goes into OTAs and he breaks his leg? He's out for the year. That's the risk. My you, Right now, you have the hype. You have, and you have the hype of the new product. You have the hype of the flawless release. I get that. But I think if you wait until August, he's not going to play much in, in preseason. He, he, he isn't. So you let the hype of the upcoming season and the what if factor. What he had a good year last year. What the Patriots could be better. I mean, another year in that system. I I think I think it gets more in August than it does right now. I think the hype of the upcoming football season is greater than the hype of the flawless release. I just, yeah. I I just that's not the risk I would I would take personally. I think. Um, 
I mean, we see it because we pulled it. I've got so many people wanting to know who hit it and, you know, how can they get in contact and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but and, they, and, but and as a customer, rest assured, I I never respond to those and I don't don't tell anybody anything because that's that's customer, you know, confidentiality. That's just not to be shared. Um, but there's... I, you think that many people 90, are going to be hitting me 90, up? 90% of those interactions are people who are trying to get this card on the cheap to just flip it instantly. Maybe. And Maybe. and if they are offering 125000 for it, I'm not saying that is what an offer is. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if they're offering one hundred twenty-five, they probably think minimum they're going to be able to get double that. If they were to send it to, to Golden or PWCC or any of the big auction houses and get at least double what their initial investment is. Yeah, maybe. But those same amount of people that are interested now, are they going to have the same amount of interest come August? They're interested in it for one reason. It's though, new. Is to flip it. I think it's hype. It's all based I on think, hype. I There's going to be something I, else to chase then. Right now, that was the card to chase. So you have that. I mean, if you are selling and this and this you know customer i believe is a patriots fan and you know he wants to hold on to the cart that's fine if i had a trey lance <clears throat> i probably wouldn't money wouldn't be an issue with yeah. me either I, I wouldn't care about selling it but I i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a mac jones fan so i think i think there's also um something that we're, we got to consider as well as that is that for the first time this year for this football year this is not the highest end football product that's going to be released oh dude come on oh dude come on you crazy? Yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance that that Eminence Shield could be worth more. Nope. 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 Cody. Uh, no, this is I, <laughs> I. I tend to agree with you guys too. I, I. This is the one. I will say, if I'm going to sell it, if I'm in that position where I've got this card in my hand, uh, I know I'm finding the middle ground a lot. But to me, the middle ground is the National in Atlantic City. Is what about a week? before preseason yeah. begins it's the national the, the big deals is, go the down there the is timing right. is perfect the timing is right um you're in a setting where there's potential they're potentially but, but a then lot of at buyers. that point you almost have to hook up with a company though are you gonna walk i mean are you gonna walk around as a with it and try to field offers and everybody knows around you that you have it i'm a paranoid person um you know, so I would be worried about that. I mean, um, we've seen that. I mean, we've seen that that much money exchanged with cards, or at least the value of those cards exchanged at smaller shows true. than the national. So, uh, and it's an east. It's going to be probably a skew East Coast fan base at that show. Probably going to be a true. lot Atlantic of City. Patriots yep. fans at that show. So there's probably going to be a lot. And obviously, it's a huge card that enough huge names in the hobby are also going to be after. To me, that's the place to go. That's the place to wait it out and you're what a week away from football at that point so the hype level in every facet is at a 10 at that and that may happen i think hire hire a security guard i think he wants to have the card in his hand which is probably what i would want to and he'll probably think about it for a few weeks and then you're right maybe he goes to the national which is i believe he's you know like you said there's a bunch of patriot fans you're gonna have all the auction houses at your disposal whichever one you choose um and uh probably some press too some some more press to pump it up you know say hey that card's on display here all these youtubers will probably be talking about it and you could actually go and try to pitch it to the auction houses that are there like who's going to give you the better deal? Right. You can go to all that. They're all going to be there. They're all going to want to take that card from you and auction it on their platform. So, 
you can Good also point. work you could also work that angle like you don't necessarily need to find the collector right. who's run, run, like walking around with you know quarter million dollars in cash on him you could also go to those auction houses and be like all right what percentage is going to be like give me maybe future credit for auctions in the in the in, in the future like if i hit any other cards like hook me up on that i mean you could leverage it into yeah. a pretty substantial deal for yourself yeah yeah i mean i mean you could also leverage who's offering you stuff now too that's why i'm saying that's why for me i would at least kick the tires maybe around right now with with buyers but do you get it do you uh, actually a, a question a question for everybody you get this card graded you get this card you send it to psa i my, my yeah, answer is always the same if it looks good enough to get graded you you crack it out of the flawless that's the only reason i would say no encased you're taking the sticker off yeah. it's out in the open now i would only do it if it looks good enough to get graded otherwise i would leave it in the i mean how sticker. how does grading change the value of that card and I'm I'm serious. I mean, what what does it what does it do? What premium does a PSA nine or PSA ten or a BGS nine five? What what value does that add to it? I don't think it adds any value. I think it adds more um, assurance that it's that's been looked at and it's legit. I guess uh, for potential buyers down the road. Not that it would. It's a great be. thing. It's a great thing about you know joining group breaks though because there is an archived video out there forever sure to you know if there was a way i know this sounds silly and it won't happen but if there was a way to encase it and grade it and leave it in the encase, it, it, yeah but <laughs> wait 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 Bruh. wait 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 so you, like double magnetic you, like you that, just like you just that. you just say you want to get you want to encased get an encased card graded inside like the in encased the inside the magnetic in a way i said that because it keeps the, the seal and nobody's touched wanna, it and then maybe at some point we can grade that <laughs> So it can be slab. Can I get a? Can I get slab fourteen different times? Isn't yeah. there? And then I can get that certified by no, somebody. It's the, it's the diamond sticker. You get the yeah, the third <laughs> yeah, the, the Mike Baker. Sticker. But that would that would be the third one. That would be the third the third slab the third sticker, uh, third authentication. Um, I want my slab to be about seventy five pounds of just like slabs on slabs on slabs. I think well, that's I mean, what yeah, I want. Yeah, and I get know? it if you're carrying it around the national and you want you want to make sure that it doesn't get stolen. Yeah, and you're uh, no one's you stealing a, that thing. You have a hand truck that you're carrying it on. Yeah, you got a big paperweight <laughs> in your pocket. No one's taking that. Good luck. Well, C-Rad sent me that uh, that picture through Slack of like it was a was a Jalen Hurts book that was in ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Like you would think they would figure out the way to plastic something like that. It's the I best mean, we got. It's, a, it, it, it's the best we got. I mean, that was the size of a comic book, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think I would. Uh, I always take the safe bet, but I also will be that guy that sold the LeBron James black refractor for you know a fraction of what. It, I mean, which actually might be down to the same price now, but like you know, then you kick yourself if he does play good. So I mean, there, it's probably a can't win situation. I just like to take like if I'm playing deal or no deal and I've got the two hundred thousand and they're like the million still out there and they offer me four hundred thousand and I could have the chance of just a dollar, I'm taking the safe bet and I'm walking. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna gamble to get the million. I'm gonna take the money in hand and guarantee myself that. It's just me though. But it changes when you're a fan of that team. Yeah, I mean I I you don't gamble know. it. You you wouldn't take that deal or no deal? 
I I would not I would not sell that card right now. I, now maybe maybe I would do maybe I'd put it up on eBay at a high buy it now and like just get an idea of offers that would trickle in just to because I mean I'd put like a high buy it now at like eight hundred thousand or something stupid right something insane and if somebody basically offered me five hundred thousand maybe yeah yeah. yeah. But it's PayPal. It's just PayPal. Just a Bitcoin, <laughs> ETH, I don't know, whatever. Um, well, then because, whole lot of Dogecoin, I think. And I'm not a financial <laughs> advisor, but um, you'd get taxed on on whatever percentage of that if you took it through eBay, right? You would. Yeah. You would. You yeah. would get a uh, you know, lofty, lofty, hefty tax tax bill. What is it? Uh, Ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. There we go. <laughs> I knew it had a ni- had a niner in there. <laughs> yep. Had a niner. So for those Huge that don't know about bill. flawless, you probably should go over the fact that it's a two box case. There's ten cards in each briefcase, meaning the case has twenty cards in it total. And uh, their cases are retailing around twenty thousand, which means briefcases are around uh, ten thousand uh, dollars ish on retail. And um, there's obviously big cards like this. You've got veterans like uh, Montana. You have Jerry. Price, you have uh, there's 10 Brady autos in there, I believe. Uh, and there's a good amount of shields of all the rookies. So this is the best rookie shield that you can get. Um, sorry, <laughs> you Dan ruined it. Now, the, my question here is how much does this affect? And I know this is what everybody's thinking, and this is what everybody's talking about on social media. How much does this affect the prices of flaws going forward? Just the, this one card, the, how much does it affect the price of the product altogether, or if you're doing PYTs? Specifically, the Patriots. I guess you can go for both. Um, if I had to throw a percentage out there, I think about I think the product devalues about fifteen percent. But I think the product was going to devalue anyway because I believe it came out at such a ridiculous inflated price that it's going to go down, and I think it's going to keep going down. Um, this, but they don't not, make a lot of th- it. This this card being pulled on day one does not help that, and that that's the other thing. Like I want to talk about Panini chooses where this where these cases go and all that. And I know it's great. A group breaker pulled it. They yeah, let get all the conspiracy theories. But like, it is not. And well, Panini doesn't. Panini doesn't care. They don't care. This is great that it came out the first day. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter because they've sold essentially all the product except for the product they are holding on, I think, available on their website at the moment, which is probably less than 10% of the total print run is what they Right. If you were a conspiracy website. theorist, you want this card to come out. You want out this card to come couple out couple more weeks. Yeah, and if you're, if you're a distributor and you're holding on the products, this, pro- this, this coming out right now is not not a perfect situation it is not what happened with the lebron james triple logo man where it kind of just hung out for a while and the the people in the middle of the industry the the middlemen of the industry were the ones who were benefiting the most people who had the product that were trying to sell it to either group breakers or high rollers that were chasing the triple logo man they were the ones who were benefiting right um it was not panini panini was not benefiting they didn't have any more product to sell it was whoever was holding the product sure um 
Is this the equivalent of the triple logo man being pulled? I mean, obviously the value is a lot different, but this, this is the equivalent of the triple logo man for this release. I I, I want to make an argument because I've been noticing because you know obviously I do a ton of breaks and do a ton ton of PYTs too. I want to make the argument that the Lawrence is just as sought after as is Mac Jones because the prices of those teams. I've noticed sometimes the Jaguars even nowadays True. sell Self-force. more than the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So well, I'll pull that one too then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will. I'll just. No, I'll First do it. I'll challenge accepted. No, I'll just. I'll just go do. I mean, I got a couple minutes. I guess I can go in there and pull it. <laughs> I, I've been. I'm in C Rad's corner as well. I think that we are completely undervaluing the rest of this rookie QB class. I think yeah. the fact if this was now, if it was like. Uh, gosh, even like a few years ago where it was like uh, by the end of the, the, the run of 2020 where it was like it's clear that it's Burrow and it's Herbert. These are the guys. I know Tua had some love too, but I felt like it was clear that those were the two guys and if you don't get one of those two guys then hey, it's you, you tried. Uh, whereas this, I feel like no one has completely separated from the pack and I know Mac is the guy for most people, but I think personally, I think he's kind of hit his, I don't know if he's going to get much better than what we saw last this year. Is what people are, that's that's the general sentiment I get from um, other people mm-hmm. as well. Whereas I think Lawrence, I love the, I love the negativity, gentlemen. I'm, I know, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be positive. Hey, I'm, just, I'm saying Trevor just, Lawrence is just out be here better. trying to do work, just trying to make dreams happen. And <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, I'll try harder be next time. Trevor Lawrence is going to be better. <laughs> I don't know about Fields. Trey Lance, I think will be better. Yeah, I'm being better than who? He'll be better than obviously than what we obviously we didn't see anything from him. Better than year. who? I still like Zach. Better than Mac Jones? Possibly, yes. Get out of here, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's complete. There's a reason the Niners drafted him over Mac Jones. That's all I'm saying. I mean, uh, to to be fair. (laughs) Well, with that theory, then Zach Wilson should be the number one. There's Zach Wilson. I didn't even mention Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson as well. Nobody ever does. Of guys. There's a bunch of guys. I actually still like Zach Wilson, too. But um, to be fair, like, again. The Jaguars, Niners, and Patriots prices are very similar to what I've seen, like to where I'm discounting them, like the the order in which the teams are taken off the board. So, like I'm just I just said that to say that there's still big hits to to. Well, and to your argument, which I'm not um, raining on the champagne parade the dance having is sounds like we are the (laughs) (laughs) sounds like that's exactly what uh, we're doing. (laughs) The Jaguars have no vets. And they're selling for the same price as the Patriots and the Niners, who no have vets. vets. I mean, the Niners have the, the biggest Patriots checklist. have Tom Brady. The Niners Whoa. have the biggest checklist. Are in you there. sure? Yes. There's 10 Tom Brady autos in there. Are you as sure as they're are, not uh, Buccaneers? Yeah. No. We looked. Okay. The NFL, they have Buccaneers cards, NFL but they're just Shield, Yeah. They do have NFL Shield diamonds of Brady in the Buccaneers uniform, but autos are Patriots. And it looks like it might not be a flawless card. It's like a Super Bowl signature card. Yeah. So they might have inserted those. Um, just to have some some chase with Brady in there, yeah. um, so that's what I'm saying. Like if people and, and or unless the Patriots were too cheap in our breaks, but uh, for full transparency, this guy who hit a potential 200k card, I say potential, uh, paid two thousand dollars. So that was uh, what the price was and, and on used uh, and used the discount code that you can get through signing up for our mailing list yep. on MojoBreak.com. Yep. And listening to our podcast, which I know Cody dropped at the beginning of the episode. So, uh, you know, deals to be had. And uh, you could be the next uh, champagne guy. 
you know, pouring champagne, running around your house. He actually, uh, apparently the guy that hit it ran around just like Dan, and he said he wished he had a video. We could have put him like side by side, maybe had a race or something uh, to see who actually I can. I can only better. imagine how happy he was to, get to, to hit a car like this. It's like winning the lottery in a sense. It is. Um, is what it is. And especially if you've been buying the Patriots uh, for the whole year, and this is like the the epitome. This is like the 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 grand prize in a sense. You know, I did I did see somebody refer to this card as the Mac Jones logo man. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's the equivalent. Yeah. It, it is the equivalent, and it is a logo. There's no man. There's though. no man. <laughs> so we're almost. We're two thirds of the way. We're close. We're in the ballpark. We're in the ballpark. Yeah. Well, and let's see if uh, you know we have the Trevor Lawrence Shield in our cases. So you can go to MojoBreak.com and get into more breaks, whether it be pick your team style, whether it be random number, whether it be tiered. We've got a lot of different options on the site to get in on Flawless. Um, it's you know we, I know we say this every uh, show and we've say this a lot. Um, this product is for group breaks it's like you know at twenty thousand dollars not a lot of people can digest that and buy a twenty thousand dollar case but you know buying maybe a three hundred dollar team five hundred dollar team or going big and buying a two thousand dollar team a lot easier than spending 20k to 25k on a case so uh definitely check that out wanted to get into the college license some of the big colleges, including Alabama, are coming to Tops and Fanatics. Um, the deal was announced with Alabama. I believe there was a couple other big colleges. It was kind of willy-nilly that some are exclusive and some aren't. Uh, it wasn't really because I know there's still some licenses that Panini has under contract. So I think some of those will still be with Panini as well. So there'll be like a dual license until their license runs out. Um, but it's just another piece in the puzzle. It's just chipping away at this card market. It's taking every little piece that's left. And, um, you know, I mean, I think the writing's on the wall that uh, Panini's time is 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 going to be tough come going forward. So we don't know if they're going to sell. Probably should. I don't know what they're going to do if they don't. I mean, because remember when we originally talked, guys, we were talking about, well, they can still make collegiate NT. They can still make, you know, collegiate prism. Yeah. Well, now that's even harder. Um, and now it's almost like if they were to continue to make product under the Panini brand, say three or four years down the line, it would have to be NIL deals. It would have to be airbrushed. It would have to be similar to leaf product. Yep. Um, so, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts? Whoever wants to take this first. Uh, what are your thoughts? Maybe we start with Cody. What do you what do you think about this deal, and how does this add to the Fanatics Empire? It just is kind of like I, I feel like they keep ramping it up every single time. Like they start with WWE, which I know didn't at the time didn't seem like a big deal, and then obviously the Prism, Prism drops that week, and it seemed like a much bigger deal. Uh, the fact that they swooped in and get the WWE license back, but it does just kind of feel like we're chipping away, chipping away. In a, in a sense. If the plan, which, again, I don't know, this is pure speculation, if the plan is we are just going to keep chipping away at you until you have nothing left, like, it's almost a little, like, they're you know, you could say they're going easier than they were on tops, whereas tops, they just completely took the rug out from under them and went, oh, your biggest license, we have it now. Your biggest thing, we have it now. And I know you could say the NFL and the NBA, but I think there's also the feeling of, like, from Panini's perspective, uh, that they are a European company. And, hey, as long as we have World Cup soccer, as long as we have some of these big soccer licenses, we can, we're fine. We survived for years with that. Uh, and I think 
from I think this is all leading up to that they eventually want to take that World Cup license. That to me is the 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 golden goose uh, of Panini. So. Um, I, I don't. I don't know what it takes at this point. I, I just. I. I don't think they can keep well, waiting. What do you, for them to what do you think the? I mean, I, it's the blueprints there with what Fanatics is doing. What? What is the? What's the next license that 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 Fanatics will go That's after? Thing. Is it, is is it, it UFC? It, it has to be UFC. Would be next. Which I, mean, which I believe there's already some partnerships with Fanatics. Be, yes. I mean, they're they're NASCAR. Could be NASCAR. Could be. Could be. Probably not. Well, we'll talk about it in a bit, but I feel like NASCAR <laughs> is the type of thing that it's small, but it, we saw it with WWE. It, it, na- I mean, it, it, it is it is a asset and a piece to the puzzle. Um, I'm not saying that like if Panini is holding that one NASCAR license, that's going to make them sustainable. But it is a it is an asset. It is a piece. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm just I didn't I said no, I don't I'm, I'm, I, said I don't think. I'm I'm just laughing because I'm just imagining like Panini like j- literally just putting out NASCAR products and that's it. And well, well, and then they I think it was based on stickers, but they took some of the soccer license away too. The they, euro they, the euro is gone, which is a massive blow. But I think they probably think okay, as long uh, World Cup is the one because I mean. I mean, we see it. The, the the interest ramps up every four years when the World Cup's around for That's soccer. A tough cars. one. I mean, I know it's a huge category, but it's a huge category every four years. It's basically is Panini okay being just the soccer people for a long, and, long and, time? And NASCAR and and NASCAR Thank and you. and uh, what, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite as well, right? I believe they have. The oh, they have the Fortnite, Fortnite license. Fortnite okay. license. So yeah, are they okay being that? Does people do people still play Fortnite? Oh yeah. That, the the oh, yeah. the first series of Fortnite that we were giving away yeah. um, goes for don't a lot re- of money. Don't remind me. Sorry. I just saw an uh, Instagram ad that a Fortnite uh, SGC 10 of some like rare costume from the game. It was a, like a blue cracked ice. So for $15,000. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we were literally, just actually we away. brought, I think we brought a brunt. We, we brought a bunch to the national and just gave it away. Well, yeah, we gave it to, we were trying to give it we, away to kids. We were, we were yeah. giving it like, we were just, Giving it away to every like every kid. That's, that uh, at least we gave it to the kids. That's, yeah, that's that's important. Yeah. So, um, but you kind of look at this in terms of like a lease, in a sense. Like, say you're trying to sell your business, there is a time that you run out of what you can make as a business, and that time that 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 lease is like three to four years right now for Panini. So they still have three to four years. So do you? continue to run it until the wheels fall off or do you basically sell now because you got to think that and this is from business talk you know i would love i want panini to stay standalone but it doesn't seem like that's gonna be the possibility it's not with with what's happening with the licensing but so you've got your valuation of your business has to be going down as it gets closer to when these licenses run out it, it also depends on what the perceived value of panini's ips are what what their IP right. like like the flawless and national treasures and prism and optic and all those brands that we know and love yeah and that's what as I say that's what, what, what I mean they can still make money and make products for you know two three years where is their evaluation on that stuff is it because that I mean let's let's there yeah, pro- there's you, probably you, you there's probably negotiate there's probably been offers they're like let, let's face it I mean there there probably has been talks already and those talks haven't they haven't seen eye to eye probably because panini is valuing their ip at more than what fanatics believes it's worth 
Yeah. And and you're right. Like there is a a time clock to this where the it's like a Dutch the, the, auction and it's it, going it, down. It, it is. It is kind of it, the evaluation, but again, the IP is right, wor- is worth a lot of money. Say, Regar- regardless, if you're going to be able to make a product, the the Panini brand that they've that they've made in this market is is worth a lot. Right. And we're just talking about it. We're just talking about flawless. We're just talking about we've talked about national trade. We talked about Prism last week. Yeah, Those are brands. The, the last month of releases, it feels like, have yeah. been all led by Panini brands and Panini products. Yeah. Right. So you could be stubborn if you're Panini and just go and say, hey, we're keeping those brands. So then what's Fanatics play? They're going to have to basically create the same brands, but call it something else similar to a Inception origin situation. Does that fly with collectors? Are you gonna be like, I, it's uh, it's. I think it, it could, but I do think it takes a while. Like, Panini's brands didn't just work overnight. Could you go National Treasures with a Z? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Is that a serious question? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're like rebranding like National Treasures Extreme. You know, yeah. with spelled an X or something. Or could you call it like Extreme Treasures? I mean, like, could you Extreme Treasures? Wow, <laughs> thanks, thanks, no, Cody. No, you can't because it's not 2002 anymore. We don't do that. Anymore. Let's come up with names. Let's hypothetically come right. up with names. Net. What could you call Prism if you couldn't use a Prism name? Prism, um, Starburst, mm, like the candy. Shiny boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to say shiny stuff. Yeah. Shiny, shiny stuff. <laughs> you can just call it Mojo. It's a great. I like the name. Can you can you say Nat Nat Treasures? <laughs> Nat Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man, I'm just trying to think of it. Yeah. Uh, what could you go, What could you do with flawless? I mean, you you would have to like. I mean, you had like that. People use like manufacturers use chromium. Chromium technology, Chrome, Fanatics, Latinum, Chromium. Like you would have to, like I don't know, figure out. Is some there type words of, that you cannot trademark, it, or, or if you've? Tra- I know these. These. I think all it, these I think it pertains to a category. Like I can't make a Prism trading card, but I could make Prism whatever, like Prism bookmarks as long as long as like it hasn't been done in that category yet could they just come out with the tops brands and go definitive football would be the new national treasures and then they could do tr- uh, transcendent i mean that's, that's they what do transcendent football but retool it so that, that it's more, sure yeah that, that's what they're gonna well, have yeah, to do yeah, yeah, they yeah. Can't so, get the so yeah it'll i mean yeah you know, i mean they have tops they could they could tops chrome. So they wouldn't lose much by going tops chrome over prism, correct? Yeah, it would just be tops chrome. I mean that that is the that's the good thing. That's a good situation that Fanatics Tops is in is that the they already have established IP, so they can use chrome. They can use definitive. They can use transcendent. They can use everything at their disposal. Clearly authentic. Cle- yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean there's there's a um, finest. So. That's probably where the hiccup is, is that they Tops Fanatics is using that as leverage to Panini, saying, hey, like we're still going to be able to use what we own and be successful. But... Of, cor- of course, we would like your IP 
but it has to financially make sense. But that probably won't be enough because of the evaluation of the business, the amount of money they've spent. They they need to have definitive football and national treasures football. They need to have. They they're basically trying to make all the products that are out in the market because their valuation is based on all the products in the market. So if they only have, then they're going to have to create like the treasures with a Z or something like that to act because they, they won't just make definitive and then call it a day. I, I think out of, I think out of the gate they can do that and then slowly integrate new brands and new ideas into the fold, but still with the old known brands make money on those. Um, not like they take over the license and then there's 47 new SKUs and new releases that people have to like jump into and either like or the market's going to take to them. I think you release one here and then next year maybe you release another one. You just slowly integrate new brands into the fold. There's a lot of smart people at Fanatics. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But like any new endeavor, there's going to be hiccups. And, um, you know, we're heading into some potential maybe not so good rookie classes so um which may be good to have hiccups during those and getting ready for like i don't know Bronny jr or whoever's going to come out that's going to be you know the next big thing um and maybe wade through these these this time um but i think that fanatics is feeling the pressure from all the people that are involved all the people that invested to get those brands now to be able to because and that's the thing is that yeah. panini holds those exclusives for the next three or four years i don't think they want to wait no that's what i was gonna so, say too you I know think what fanatics mean? wants those they need they want they want those ips now right they want to be able to make football and basketball cards now right they want to be able to yeah but which, which is weird they are selling prism through their website so if there's yeah, any I mean, kind of damaged relationship i mean i don't know i mean there's a lot of things that probably get worked around that we don't know i mean we this is all hypothetical i mean we we don't have a seat at the table by any means um we're just saying a lot of what ifs yeah it's it's just it's fun to talk about because we don't know what's going to happen so all these possibilities and uh figure out what's going to happen uh i want to switch to the uh who's the most overrated and underrated in the hobby and this is crossed all sports um i will say nascar as a whole why, is overrated. why why do we have the napa know-how well, what, what did chase is that you do us? there's nothing he could be underrated i didn't say he's overrated I mean, why, do, why do we always got to hate on chase because he's defensive i i take the wiggins on there as if like you were thinking that he's underrated uh, yes uh, indeed underrated you know what i was underrated. thinking about you're saying that mac jones is overrated Overrated? Are we doing this again? Didn't yeah. we just do this in the last segment? That's right. That's right. Well, no, that's why I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> hold, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna holster my opinions. But yes, uh, the Mac. Uh, and again, this stems from people. I think as as you guys, as Dan pulls the incredible, flawless one of one shield RPA Mac Jones. Dan and day out. Breaking news. Uh, <laughs> Mac, Did we talk about that today? But, but some of the reaction has been obviously mostly positive, but some people being like. I can't believe Mac Jones' cards go for this much. Guy's not he's, – he's going to be nobody. He's going to be a nobody in a couple of years. We've seen the best of Mac Jones. So I'll throw it to you guys. Who are your most overrated, underrated, not just athletes in the hobby, but maybe even products in the hobby. Uh, but we'll start just with some of the athletes. And I guess I should just ask, is Mac Jones overrated right now in this hobby? I think uh, si- yeah, silence. Yeah, we can't. We I can't. Know, can't, yeah, we can't, can't do that. I was waiting for <laughs> was somebody like, else to answer. I was, somebody I, talk. That was. I took a deep breath because I was thinking, um, because we just were on that high of pulling that card. But 
I, th- I would lean. Uh, he, I'm more of a centrist in this uh, argument, so I think he's. But I think I would lean a little bit more towards the overrated. Not completely overrated, but a little bit overrated. Uh, I'm gonna say no. He's not overrated. And this is a question that pops up literally every single year because of uh, it's just the nature of the the rookies uh, of the year that they're in, right? You're gonna have these rookies sell for a crazy amount every single year, especially these top guys like Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. And I don't think they're overrated. They're just that that's what people want and are hyped up out and want to spend their money on for that year. Now we'll see in in a year or two. Maybe he could be overrated. Like my guy that I want that I'm gonna say is overrated is Patrick Mahomes. He's overrated that in the hobby. Bias. So like like you know like uh, like Are you he Tyree had a kill is this Tyree kill? <laughs> <laughs> he okay so my my argument is that uh obviously no bias here um but Patrick Mahomes had an incredible start to his career youngest well you know won a Super Bowl MVP all that stuff like all the accolades but now at this point like we you know we've seen him his team not be as successful like they, they, they people were putting him on his pedestal as if he was the next Tom Brady he might he may still be the next Tom Brady but we you know until he wins that second third Super Bowl fourth Super Bowl like I gotta see it to justify the prices that he's at where he's at the Brady level already with these prices if not getting very close to the Brady level of prices so that's why for me he's very over, overrated in the hobby but for Mac Jones, I think he's just he's just the new hype uh, rookie for this year. And I know we're not we're not a huge quarterback class next year, so maybe those quarterbacks won't be as hyped as this year's. But you know, pick it for the Steelers will still sell for more than people would think he should sell for as well next year. It's going to be the same thing. All right, um, Mac Jones underrated because of what he could be in the future on that team with that coaching staff wearing that logo on his helmet the what if factor that he could be the next Tom Brady. Yeah, if he was on the Dolphins would we have the same? Probably not. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying underrated because I believe he is underrated because of the potential of what he could be wearing that jersey and playing that position. Um overrated. Uh Jordan Poole. Ooh. I'm a Warrior Ooh. fan. And based on his Shots card prices fired. right now, um, you got to – I mean, Doug actually bought a – was it a Spectra? Yeah, it was Die cut f- rookie. number to eight, the uh, Universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy, was trying to, guy was trying to get, what, 1500 at the show? Yeah, it's a $1,000 card all day. That is insane. If you look at what he is – I know he had a good regular season, but he lights are shining bright in the finals. He is not – showing up he's hitting a couple big shots here and there but overrated at this moment jordan Poole. underrated jalen brown i think jalen brown is the best player on that team he's like last Um, game it wasn't very good no but he i actually man if i'm building a team i think i rather have jalen brown on my team than jason tatum Oof, that's tough that's tough but i i give you that and uh as far as underrated nascar in the hobby and as a sport as a whole um just underrated everywhere did you go to the sonoma race? i did not go i watched it though i watched it uh daniel suarez won pitbull who that's pitbull's team hmm. the the singer. mr worldwide yeah yeah oh yeah. i didn't know that that's tight that's cool i'm gonna say overrated luca um, and I know I've been oh. harping on Luca. Oh, that, that, that's, but you know why? Yeah, because no I feel the collectors. I feel 
I feel that so many of these collectors came in and that, that were the pandy. You know, they came in and they were like, everybody bought Lucas. Everybody bought Lucas at $1,800. They were $1,800 base prisms, PSA 10s. Oh my God, I got to get one. I got to get one. Silver's at 10 grand. I got to get one. I got to get one. Those are $200 cards and $800 cards now. So Luca literally lost the most money out of anybody in the hobby for more people than any of these players were talking about. So that is why he's overrated. Panini might have had a hand in that too. I can but. See that. So many more people lost on Luca than any of these guys we're talking about. Yeah, I can see that. Overrated. Um, and I know he's climbing the level. He, you know, he needs some help on that team. But it's just like it, he's just the golden boy of the hobby. And I just don't see it yet. Win me a ring. Get an MVP. Do some things. Now, when, they, now, when they actually put a team around him, he's going to be really good. They're going to be really good. It, that team is is really he good. still going to be the same player he yeah. is right now? Yeah, I think so. He he just he he's like a fine wine. He gets better with age. Yep. Yep. I doesn't look like it. <laughs> no, I'll say this. I will say this. My pick was most overrated Patrick Mahomes. Your pick most overrated is Luka Doncic. Now, when they play well, it does help the hobby in general because of the same reasons. Yeah. Right. Like we want them to do well. Actually, we oh, want yeah, Luka to do course. well. We want Patrick Mahomes to do well. It's just like, like, kind of like echoing what you're saying. with my argument with Patrick Mahomes is that I need to see more, even though he's done great things already in his young career. I need to see more to justify those prices that are close to Tom Brady. I think underrated. And Luka Doncic, same thing. Yeah. His prices are outrageous oh, yeah. compared to his peers that, right. that do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I look at the same – look at Trey Young. I, I've talked about Trey, Trey Young and Luka. Trey Young and Luka's prices. Like, maybe, maybe like Ja or like I, You like know, Tatum. did you just hear what Trey Young said uh, to the media that he's saying Steph didn't create this, this, uh, this three movement, that it was him, all the kids are doing it because of him? Wouldn't he say that? Unless it was fake. He didn't say that. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't say that. He said there can't be any truth to that. He, he said didn't. that there's more kids coming up to him and said, "I, you know, I'm shooting threes because of you. I'm taking long threes because of Trey." He's busy doing <clears> commercials. <throat> Absolutely delusional. If he's absolutely, that. I don't know. You know, it's hard to believe what gets put out in the media. Yeah, he didn't. I can't see. They said Tracy that. McGrady said that Steph was the 112th best per, uh, player of all time was reported somewhere and it was false. Tracy so. McGrady said that. Yeah, he said that he ranks him 112. Supposedly, he didn't though. He said that he didn't rank. Him as high as Jordan and Kobe yet because two of the championships were won by Kevin Durant. Mm. There's a huge difference between being compared to those two guys and being ranked 112. Exactly, but I'm saying <laughs> that that is the stories that are coming up on our Facebooks and our Twitters and. If you don't research it, people start to believe that. Just like the $175,000 Mac Jones resale didn't happen. One person put it out, and then everybody started saying it. I heard it in the chat. I heard it in other comments. It was false, but people started to believe what they read on, on, on the internets. Um, as far as underrated, I actually think this is a wild pick, but I think Jalen Hurts is underrated. Um, he came into camp, bulked up a little bit, went to the playoffs last year, although looked uh, horrible in the playoffs. Hopefully it was a, you know, a first-time uh, jitters. Uh, but I think the Eagles are on the right path. Uh, I think that division could be easily won by the Eagles because um, I think the Cowboys are leaking oil. I think the Washington Commanders are still on the uptick. And I, I think that, that they could win that division again. And uh, Jalen Hurts could have a strong season. That's not bad. Uh, you know, like um – uh, I see. I got. I got to speak on this because he's on the slide. Andrew Wiggins. The you. Got, I don't know if you guys seen it too on slab stocks. They put up a, a thing like if you had invested a hundred dollars on each, on Wiggins, like or whatever, like five years ago, you would st up to this point where he's playing incredible in the, in the finals. 
you'd still be losing money right now. The, this is the, yeah, this is like so he can't. I don't think he's underrated, man. I think he's he is where he is, and you know he obviously he fits great with the Warriors. He's doing he's playing uh, tremendously for us. Uh, but it's, in terms of the hobby, I think his time has passed. I don't think he's underrated. Well, an interesting side note. I was trying to find pictures, but I think you started so. When C-Rad met us, he had gotten into an eminence break, which was the year of Andrew Wiggins' rookie year. Yep. And I believe the only two rookies in eminence that year was Wiggins and Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker. So you were trying to get a Wiggins back then. Yep. Uh, I think you wound up getting some Kobe cards, which oh, is yeah. cool, which I probably I, I, wish you still had them. And I, and I know. I wish I still had it. I was running around the house when I hit that, too. But then that, like, then that <laughs> just came to be, and then it's kind of funny that Wiggins is on the Warriors now, yeah. right? So I, I would have never circle. imagined back in 2014 that we would have him on the team, obviously, because he was a number one pick. You don't think he's going to end up on a team that's already stacked like the Warriors, right? You like to be able to get a number one pick and him turn out the way he has. It's like you, they, uh, the front, Warriors front office obviously saw things that we didn't. Yeah. I don't know if I would have made that move necessarily. You know, like that's and why getting I, rid of D'Lo, which probably would have been most people would have said keep D'Lo um, yeah. as opposed to having Wiggins on the team. And now so. the T Wolves are trying to get rid of D'Lo right now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw I know that. that's, that's crazy, right? So what are your overrated underrated? I'm gonna stick uh, with my bread and butter, which is baseball. Uh, which I gotta go with. Um, it pains me to say this for overrated. Uh, a guy who I now I, I'm going to coin this phrase right now on the show: the Zion Williamson of baseball. Wow. When he's playing phenomenal, you get it. Could be a transcendent right, figure, going. but he's never healthy. And it's Ooh, Fernando yeah. Tatis, the face of baseball, according yeah. to Doug. He yeah. could be the face of baseball, but he's the just, face of the injured injured list. He is. I don't know if you guys saw the recent news. Yeah, he's hurt, and he and they're like, it doesn't look good. Yeah, they're basically saying he, we wanted him to be swinging a bat this month. That's not going to happen. He could be out the whole year. And what's hurting it more too is the Padres are good, are better without him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, well, I, they're sure. I mean, I know, I know, I, I, exactly. I know, they're, I know, they're. Tied for first, or they, at least they were, but yeah. I don't. I don't think the Padres are like, well, it's a good thing that Fernando Tatis is in the middle of the order. They would much rather have Tatis than not have Tatis. But the fact is they don't need him right now to win. And they look just as strong or close to as strong. I don't disagree. I go back on what I said about the face of baseball. It's funny because you mentioned Zion, who's mentioned uh, to be overweight. Now you look at Tatis, you might be like, he needs to gain some weight. Maybe that's why he keeps getting injured. And needs to get off those those motorbikes. Yeah, no kidding. Maybe cut the hair, too. I don't know. I don't know what the key is. He was having a great year. Bryce Harper. Very good year. And you, you know what? If anyone is, uh, in a weird way, I wasn't going to say he's underrated, but what he's doing right now, he should be having Tommy John surgery right now. And he said, no, nah, I'm going to be a DH uh, and is having maybe the best offensive season. Wow. He's, a, he's a ball player. He's a ball player. Wait, yeah. who's your underrated then for baseball? Uh, I was going to say uh, Bryce Harper's a sexier pick, but I was going to go with a less sexy pick, but it's the guy I think is the NL MVP right now, and it's Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. If you guys are watching him at all, what the Cardinals are doing, Cardinals are a good team but like Goldschmidt is basically like he went to the Cardinals and kind of had not down years but like good years uh and I think it kind of leveled everything off he's also in I think the same set as Trout so that's always kind of makes it tough. No, Harper that's that's right it's Harper okay I thought he was in a 2011 update so uh but it, maybe for that but for it's also crazy I would so, actually double. say that Goldschmidt might be one of the most underrated hobby subjects ever across the board i mean ever i mean he never he's consistent consistent and never really went to that next level in the hobby well he fell off a little bit when lincecum retired 
Fell off a little bit. <laughs> That's right. right. But then he got can back. It, can it eat up on Tim Lincecum <laughs> every Actually, you know, when 40 of his home runs were good. When Lincecum was done, I was like, well, heck of a heck of a career Goldschmidt, yeah, but uh, yeah. you might as well just retire with Lincecum. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a great pick for uh, underrated. And I feel like beyond 2011, he's been underrated at like 2012 to now. He is. I mean, look at the numbers right now. He has been on such a tear since the start of May. The Cardinals are playing really well, uh, and I think the only thing he's really needed is an MVP season. Well, now it's happening, and then you look at the body of work he's put together playing now with Nolan Arenado. And you, too. And you can there's actually, a Hall of Fame. You can search, here. and we're not not just talking about his prospect auto or his you know flagship rookie you can look at gold like current goldschmidt cards like in a lot of yeah yeah. yeah. i mean you're looking at autos that are well under like 50 bucks for on-card autos of all the guys Uh, we've um, talked about probably the most affordable and again i think he's the right now he's the mvp favorite i would say him and uh, miguel cabrera i believe is underrated yeah but you know what i think the problem with those guys is and i'm not talking about their performance on the field is they sign everything and like it's almost like tops just take a break from some goldschmidt autos like for a little while maybe only have them in some high-end stuff it's like he's in tribute he's in museum he's in series one he's in you you know it's like you just answered your own question though he's like they're easy to get like why do you want to alienate the guys who are like easy to get because there's too much of them you have to create a little bit more scarcity because it's like if you have a tier one to 99 and then you have a tribute to 99 and then you have a, a you know a museum to 99 and then it's like the next year it's the same thing a tribute to 99 a but museum to 99 you don't know maybe maybe those guys are calling up tops and saying hey can I come down and sign some cards <laughs> and, and that's like they're actively like trying to go out of their way like hey I'm gonna be right here if you want to come and uh, sign some, uh, sign some and cards and he's probably you. doing it for the fans which is great but yeah. like there's also that scarcity factor I that's, was gonna say man those Goldsmith super collectors are probably loving the fact that he's in everything <laughs> Yeah, and they could buy it for cheap, yeah. yeah for whatever they want. But the, also the problem is, is he was a Diamondback rookie, and now he's a Cardinal, so his original cards are going to be Diamondback. Actually, colors are close, but uh, and you can put Freddie Freeman up there as well. Yeah, as as one of those guys who statistically puts up stats every year, but the hobby value doesn't translate. Yeah. It is catching up. I think him going to the Dodgers is actually catching up, which is funny because he's having like one of his worst power seasons in a long, long time. So it's funny. His stuff is actually going a little bit up, whereas his stats are kind of flatlined or even gone down in some aspects. He looks, he looks weird in Dodger blue. It's very weird. Especially um, those blue pajamas and those blue, they were wearing. Those blue jerseys that they, were, that they had with the, with the blue pants. I was like, what? I'm like, what is going on? Awful. I'm like, those are hideous you want to talk about overrated those <laughs> those, jerseys. those those jerseys they they should be ashamed of themselves yeah um they were they were terrible i say this knowing full well that those giants the city connects is what they call them those giant city connects also garbage the creamsicles yes yeah. terrible oh, terrible God. terrible Oof. terrible They're, they actually are entering the so bad it's good um but it's still bad the now now total tangent the marlins city connect also terrible oh hard disagree oh the black, dude. The black ones right no hard, no, no the, the no. red and the blues yeah the, the red and the kings. blues it dude it looked like a like let me pull it up it looked like a team yeah, I see this it looked like a team from like rbi baseball from like 1989 on nintendo oh, I, I could not disagree Dude, more you fact, are out of your mind if you're gonna, the, i would say it's one of the three best city connect jerseys they have and right they now. but they have like but they uh this one that's the one yeah a lot oh, and, the, nice. and, the, and the players have uh see the color of the hat a lot of the players were doing the high socks 
and the high and the socks are that color of the it's hat. They were it's like Miami Vice colors. It's yeah, they're look. paying tribute to the Cuban Sugar Kings, the yes. AAA minor league team that won the Junior World Series championship in 1959. Yeah, um, ter- terrible uni. <laughs> now, obviously, I'm good uni. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. G- great uniform. I don't mind it. I'll I'm not going to say it's my favorite. One. Can you show me the Dodger one real quick? The um, Dodger. Uh, the Dodger. City pa- like I said, pajamas. they look like pajamas. They look like pajamas. I, I need to see this. I don't know if you guys are just San Francisco biased. No, they're bad. Again, like I said, the Giants ones are also gotta, not good. But these get are the bad. Full. They're also boring. They're you just gotta, boring. At least the Giants want to do something interesting. You got to get the uh, the full with the with the pants. Cause I think yeah. the pants like really, really bring it together. Okay. I will say I, I know what baseball's doing here. B- basketball's had a lot of success doing these sort of like throwback jerseys, these city they jerseys. They got the that's the pants they wear on the field. But oh. uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's I think basketball's had more success doing this than baseball has had so far. Yeah, I mean I know we need to simulate jersey sales, but like I don't know. Yeah, um, what to what end? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw those Rockies ones as well with the Rocky Mountains. They are something. Oh, yeah, hats kind of cool. The rest of it, it's something. We could have a whole. We should. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, like Utah Jazz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw the Rockies jerseys. Oh. It does look like the Utah Jazz a little bit. They are something. The old school Utah Jazz ones. Right? Yeah. Um, we should have a whole segment on the City Connect jerseys. I Actually, know, we seriously. probably should have done that a year ago. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, next, next year when they announce these jerseys, we should do a segment on the new jerseys. We could do like uh, how they used to do those like after shows for the Oscars where they would rate everyone on the red carpet. We should do yeah. that with these jerseys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what are the uh, the A's? A's got to have one. They are going to have one later this year. They're, they don't they don't have one they yet. They don't have one yet. They're, and they're they going to be amazing. I guarantee gonna, you. My guess is it's going to it's gonna have, a, it's gonna have a paying tribute to the feral cat problem. That's right. You're going to have a cat on there. <laughs> it's going to have the tree, right? It's, it's going to look, have it's gonna yeah. look yeah. better than your creamsicle jerseys. I have a bad – I've got a feeling it will be better than yeah. the Giants yeah. one. And I bet they're going to debut them against the Giants in August. Or they're playing That's in cool. the like, I, I look at the Giants, and I just think of those old Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I actually don't. Steve Young mu- should rock one. Yeah. Well, and it's it's hard for me to even wear the. I mean, I don't. I like the way they look on the players, but like the tr- traditional cream Giants jersey to wear, it's terrible because it's so so white. It's like up oh, there. There you go. You got a little dirt on it. The, well, like yeah, like the like actual the dirt. white one or the cream one because the, the cream they, home ones. Yeah, because the cream one isn't as bad. Like a white. Jersey. No, it looks fine. But yeah, you, it's one of those things you can't wear. Yeah, you get, know, a little, you, get a little mustard on it at the yes, game, and it's you're, over. You're, it's yeah, over. Yeah, I got you. yeah, I miss the the Barry Bonds black jerseys that you could get. Those were uh, like yeah. the you know actually they have one now with the SF on the yeah, side. Get but, them nice and scuffed up. Yeah. Uh, well, before we end the show, we want to talk uh, really quickly about some of the auctions that are uh, kind of popping off right now. And we mentioned the uh, Triple Logo Man uh, last week. Uh, an interesting auction that sold through Christie's was the highest-selling Jordan rookie card. Well, I don't know if I really like it because it's an autographed version. Now, it was pack-pulled. 0607 Fleer had 23 copies of an original Jordan card signed and stamped with an authenticity. Well, this one got graded 8.5 with a 9 auto and sold for over a million dollars. So it's the highest rookie sale of a Jordan card. Um, I think it's a cool card. I think it's... Way overvalued. I mean, to me, it's like giving more precedent to the in-person autos. Do you know what product that came out of? Yeah, 0607 Flare. 0607 yeah. Flare. Only Which, 23 copies. Only 23 copies. Nice. 14 known, apparently. So there, there is a potential that there's nine more that could be pack-pulled. So there's nine 
more cards that are potentially worth a million dollars that are in the packs. Could be. And the boxes, I think, have went from 5000 to like seven or 8000 Might not be a bad rip. I, they probably made a ton of it. There's retail versions as well. Um, I was looking. I think somebody had one on eBay for like eight grand a box. Um, it's probably... It's probably like pulling a super fractor odds, I would assume. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty damn cool concept that they they kind of buy back, you know. And only twenty. I mean, I love the fact there's only twenty three of them. If there was more than that, then I I feel some type of way. But the fact that there's only twenty three of them, I think that's cool because like George is probably not in person signing a lot of these anyways, no, right? No. Himself, no. For people. Well, we have that oversized one in the shop, so I said that's at least a half a million, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just actually, it should be worth. I mean, more because bigger. Yeah, it should be worth like five million. It's like a fourteen like by the fact ten. Like it's at least like five of those cards all together. I always wanted that too. Like I think that that, that piece is so cool. And uh, it looks like the data wise, right now the exquisites, the exquisite number to twenty three. So these are the two ones that are at golden. We talked about last week. And there's what fourteen? How many days left? Two weeks? Uh, there are two ten days left. Ten days. Left. And as of right now, as of this recording, by about fifty thousand dollars, the LeBron Exquisite RPA is outselling the triple logo. Fifty thousand. What are what are the what are the totals right now? I believe it was one point seven, one million seven hundred fifty thousand for the exquisite RPA, and it's one point seven million nice. uh, for the yeah. uh, triple. Which uh, you're looking like you're confused. I think the the hobby has spoke. To be honest, no. I mean, no, 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 no. How much? How much time is left? Ten days. Oh yeah. Okay. Just an interesting. You can't celebrate for another two weeks. Yeah. Come on, man. I just, if I was buying a card, I would buy the exquisite RPA number to 23. Cool. Not, not me. Not the, more, the more triple, triple logo man. mans for me and C Rad. Yeah, I take the triple logo man all day. We want to place any bets on how this is ending? Because now I think I, now it's, I, 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 it's interesting. Well, bets, that it's like, I told you guys last week, I think it's going to hit 10 million, man. <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think 10 I'm, is gone. I'm pretty, now. I'm pretty optimistic uh, on five, a little bit north of five, five or a little bit higher. So, so um, it, it will out, it'll outperform the exquisite rookie. We are basically, and I mean, this is probably nor this is normal for bidding. Like, it's going to be the big one. The big bidders are going to wait till the very yeah, last. Why would day. you? Why why would you come to the party now? Right. There's no reason to. Why would so you can basically show everybody that you're the high bidder yeah. at like with ten days left. Look no, what because I'm, look what I'm winning. It doesn't look what I'm not going to no, own because the way that golden auctions are, you get to go into overtime if you place a bid. So the guys that maybe want to be involved in the overtime, they're just dropping bids. But right I now. would have ten days to place that bid. Yeah, but what if you forgot in the last I'm gonna hour? Okay. Dude, I'm bidding a million point seven, and I'm just casually gonna forget that I did that. Dude, what, what, what world do you live in? Well, I mean, the guys. The I miss of, that on auctions all the time. For, uh, yeah, our, in defense, the type of person who could drop two million dollars on a card might kind of forget. Oh, oops! Weird. I meant to true. I meant to spend two million dollars. Two on million dollars oh, well. is two million dollars to somebody who has I, I even guess, a lot, even even a lot of money. I, I guess mean, I'll just buy five Fabergé eggs instead. Is that is that well? Is that, is that actually, the whole thing? Like my kid got my phone and accidentally like <laughs> went on gold. An auction and, and get that I, weird email. Sorry, uh, can I get the refund? I meant to. I didn't mean to do this. My kid was playing. Uh, my kid was Angry playing with Bird my phone, and I accidentally Robot, bid four million dollars. Well, you know, people were discussing this all over social media, and I can't remember what account brought it up. But like, this is a hypothetical question: What amount of money do you have to have in your bank 
to justify spending four million on a card or five million? Is it a hundred million? Is it two hundred million? Minimum hundred. I think. 100 I think a minimum. But then you're giving away four percent of your net worth on a I trading think, card. I think. Yeah, but I mean, you still have ninety six million. It's, <laughs> see, it's not a trading yeah, card. It's an asset. How much money is in your bank asset, account? Yeah, a hundred million in your bank account is a lot. Yeah, I mean, you got to. So it's like, okay if you have a hundred million, then you're like giving somebody the pass, not like two hundred, three hundred, or four hundred million in your bank. Account. I mean, you may have like. 20 million in your bank account but you have like other assets that make your net worth a lot more See, that's the difference is are we talking about how much does a person's net worth have net worth have to be or how much money do they have to have in a bank true, to afford true, this true, card true. yeah well right now i mean how do people's how does, net worth how, how does that work days. though like let, let's say hypothetically like, you don't have that money in your bank account like you think you can uh, contact like a bank and be like hey can you give me a loan for this Five million dollar card. What's the interest rate going to be on that? <laughs> it'd be like a mortgage. Well, it'd be like a five million dollar mortgage. <laughs> right, right. Which is a very high end house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I can't see this card going over three million. I, that's why I think it's think, crazy. I, don't you think this? Like, actually, don't you think all these cards sell to a a fractional company? I think the fractional, that, fractional that, companies are in trouble though. Because that can I be. Mean, I mean, that could be an asset, and then they basically. Put that on their fractional it could, I'm sure they're. I'm sure the big ones are bidding on it. You're you're exactly correct because then they could give everybody a, a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar, thousand dollar piece of it. Or you whatever. know, I'll say to a bank like what you were saying. Like I know you're joking, but a, a bank loan to buy a card like this that's not that's not too crazy because I, I I'll bring this up. Drake has a lyric. This is maybe like five six years ago though, but he had a lyric where he talked about how he had two mortgages which totaled thirty million dollars. So for somebody like Drake to maybe take out a five million dollar loan, yeah, his- somebody like Drake. I'm I'm talking about somebody. he's talking about somebody that maybe makes like a hundred twenty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm so yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying about like, well, you gotta have a well. You, first of all, you probably have to have perfect credit, uh, uh, long, long time credit. For t- you would you would need some type of you'd need a million dollars as a down payment. Yeah, I mean you could look at it as well, a house. What, you would need you would cre- need twenty percent. Cre- uh, Amex Black. I mean, what credit card has that kind of limit anyway? Am I the only one who thinks unless your name is Drake, you will get laughed out the door? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being uh, being pessimistic, but I don't or know. your name is Shine. Shine's probably the, th- yeah. Shine's got through a bit on that thing. I'm Are sure. they? Is this like their actual names that they use on their credit That's or, or Scarelli yeah, credit Dr- application? Drizzy. Drizzy. He signs his checks, Drizzy. Or the guy that sold the Luca logo, man. He has a big collection, too. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember what his name is. Larry but. the Filler Killer could probably afford this card. Maybe. Maybe. I, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, I still think. Over five million on that triple. I still think ten. It's a modern, it's a modern day Grail. I still think ten. All right, well, you guys are gonna. I'm gonna have my Hall of Fame speech uh, once it happens, and it's three million dollars or around there. <laughs> if it's anywhere from three, the biggest sell to three point nine million, I win. Right? Yeah, three to three point nine million, I win. Sure. All right. But the biggest sell before this was like what six point six for the um, which car was it that sold for six point six? It was the biggest sell before this. Or the, not before this, but the biggest sell of, of a sports card ever. So it, I remember Honus, Honus Wagner. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was like six million or something. But like that's that. justified. That's justified. Oh, this is okay. not. This is justified this, too. They could make another one. We've already okay, talked well, about this. Well, I know this is a sports card like podcast, but none of it's actually justified. It's a piece of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. You might have been that. You might as well have been the head of the Federal Reserve and be like, "You see this money? Means nothing." Like, okay. That's <laughs> and and if it was a, if it was a honus that sold for six million, it's not a one on one like the triple logo. Man, there's more honuses out there. 
But if they make a one on one triple logo man every year, no, but they can't they, but make they, it every year though. But this is the first one. This is this is the king of all triple logo mans. Even if they do make it again, the first one's going to be the premium. But you could buy a logo man of LeBron on the Heat one on one, a logo man of LeBron on the Cavs one on one, and a logo man of LeBron on the Lakers one on one for you under could, a million. You could probably you make your own. under a million. You, no, you could probably so. pay five million dollars, have LeBron James come and give you three jerseys. That have three logos and play a one-on-one pickup basketball game. Yeah, probably for five million. Probably cookie dinner too. I mean, one but of the. I, I don't know. No, I don't think LeBron would do that. For no, what's, what, what's his appearance fee? What are we thinking, LeBron's appearance fee? First of all, I, not I, just appearance, but Dan is saying yeah, to, get to give all you all three game-used jerseys from different eras. Just so, and like that. maybe and just a little pickup game. I'm not asking for Enjoy much. Enjoy a glass of wine afterwards. No. Okay. No. No. Just a pickup game to eleven, maybe win by two. Remember, <laughs> this guy has a lifetime deal with Nike. Yeah, lifetime. But what? I mean, LeBron has to have a price, right? He has to have an appearance price. Oh, no, some people 50 like million. to be private. It doesn't even matter. Thirty million. I, I thirty mil. Thirty million. It's minimum six figures. Minimum. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Not six. Seven. seven. No. No, it's six. It's minimum eight. No, minimum five. seven. Minimum seven. Probably, you, you probably think, eight. You think if I, you're a baller and you're like, I want LeBron to come to my birthday party, like you think it's going to cost over a million dollars to have LeBron yeah. to come yes. to your yeah. birthday party? A minimum. Yeah. Minimum. It's a lot of risk. It here. should be very for him. It's like I have to make it very hard. So the only people who will get this are people who are really serious about this. Yeah. And it's not sketch and weird. Well, I mean, it's it, no, it, no, it would be, it would be sketch and weird, like. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't know. I. That seems a little, seems a little ridiculous. How much for an appearance by you? We'll put it out there. Not seven figures. Uh, Six. Like two figures. <laughs> Nineteen dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cheap date. Sticking McDonald's. <laughs> How about you, C Rad? Uh, I don't know. With inflation, uh, I mean, what can you get? What, what can you get for nineteen dollars? I'll, I'll show up to break some cars with some people for like, I don't know, man, like a thousand, fifteen hundred. My price is higher than that, so I'm not even gonna say. And I only sign flats, so that's it. <laughs> See, I do my appearances <laughs> for the people, and only inscriptions. No, <laughs> only to you. No, I'm kidding. No, that's interesting though. But I don't know. I, it's kind of weird too. Like you know, like. I'm, I'm somebody's paying you to like it's almost like the whole like dance for me clown thing right you know what i mean like like hey make me a balloon or you know like it's just like kind of like no, i'm a person always you know? go back to that wedding crasher scene where he's like the kid's like make me a balloon clown yeah exactly <laughs> no it's like you perform perform for me now how much money does it take it's a it's kind of a weird transaction so like anyway. bring me three game used jerseys from and i three and points i know your career. and i know uh and i know that i know snoop dog does Appearances. Yeah, what did, didn't he say? I think he doesn't think, do it. He's think, six figures. I think he is a hundred thousand dollars. If listen, Snoop does everything for He does anything. I think if you want him to come and do a song or two at your birthday party, I think it's about a hundred and hundred fifty thousand. Snoop, oh, no, that's just for like an Instagram video of him saying your company. That's like a hundred. No, 000. no, I. You can book him to come and perform at your birthday. It's more than six. It's more than hundred. I believe. I believe. I. I'm not gonna say I know I I I know somebody who had that. Who, well, at that price, we'll that. just bring him to the national. That's now, cheap. granted, granted, this person lived in L.A. 
Mm. Oh, so maybe the travel. It, there was no travel. Probably they, have to tra- pay for travel. Because remember, we could have got Bone Thugs performing Cleveland for like thirty grand. It was thirty grand. That's and all of them. That's a deal. Uh, but <laughs> it was also uh, you had to cover travel, which I didn't. I thought they all lived in Cleveland, but apparently they don't. Boom, 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 boom. That that is a deal. Thinking about it now, but boom. that price is probably way higher now, right? No, this was in sixteen. I don't. They haven't. No, this one. was. It's not necessarily that they've come out, no, but like this, you know, like was, no, it was like thirteen or fourteen. Yes, yeah, it was. Uh, it was fourteen. It was Cleveland. Cleveland. Just inflation wise, I mean, yeah. like oh, I would yeah, imagine yeah, it's true, it's true. it's more. Expensive well, we were thinking about doing a uh, a little party at a uh, in Atlantic City. Who can we get in Atlantic City? I mean, if Snoop's, uh, Snoop's only if Snoop's a hundred. I think Staley we could might throw in half of that. I don't know. Everybody <laughs> chip in. Who do we get? Oh, we get 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 the boss. Get Bruce Springsteen. He's from ah, New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Jay Z. Jay Z. All right. Well, that's That'll be easy enough. That's pretty much all we got for the hype, guys. We'll uh, check out MojoBreak.com for more flawless breaks. See if we can pull another shield. Head on over to MojoBreakShop.com where there's always daily deals. We're actually dropping prices on a daily. We have stuff that we have a lot of stock on. You'll find some great prices on MojoBreakShop.com for everything trading card related. And uh, stay tuned for the hype. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe here on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on iTunes, hit that subscribe. We appreciate you guys listening to the show and we'll see you guys next week.